Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Goat Milk, episode 12. Thank you for coming to listen. This is the greatest podcast of all time. It's in the name. All right, so still in quarantine, you know, I got out for a bike ride today, which was really fun. Went with my dad. I'm just going to get into it. So you're probably wondering, why am I wearing this ridiculous hat? Uh, For those listening to just the audio, it's a hat with bananas on it. It's a bucket hat. So I just wanted to tell a story that's pretty cool, because I've been wanting to put out some episodes of this podcast. Um, So let me set the scene. It is, I don't even know how long ago, a few years ago, it's Moine. Moine is a place we go to a lot. I've made a lot of videos there. Um, it's a four-hour ride away. It's a beach, and we just, we love staying there. It's, it's really fun. So we go there. We had been staying for a little bit, right? And this story, like, it's, it was a miracle how this the whole story turned out. But so we're staing there. It had been a few days, and we were staying at one of the rooms, which was a room. We had a little, like, garden area in the front, and then there was the beach. And um, we were staying there, and I think I had come back from, I probably was kite surfing or something. And my mom is, I'm walking back to where she's right in front of our, our little room, and she's on the beach, and she's looking for something in the sand. And I see her looking for something. I'm like, what are you looking for? She's like, her, my phone. I'm looking for my phone. So we're checking the sand, and then my dad's like, well, okay, let me go check, uh, find my iPhone, right? He only had his computer at the time and with him in the room. And keep in mind that uh, in Moine, there are a lot of women who walk on the beach selling fruits on with baskets, right? Um, so my dad checks, and we're looking, and my mom is pinging her phone on her watch, and her watch says it's really nearby, right? But it wasn't. So my dad checks, find my iPhone. And he realizes, like, holy crap, it's moving. Like, it's it's moving away from us. So immediately we start panicking. Uh, he grabs his phone, which is dying. We hop in a car, and we and, and we try and follow it. So, and Muine is one big street. It's a one huge, huge street. There's... Uh, there's maybe a highway once you drive for like 30 minutes and then you can make some turns but it's one big street and all the restaurants all the stores all the beach supplies whatever you can buy on the side of the street so so we're following it and we get in a taxi and my dad's like like follow this right and we see the little dot moving and moving and moving and we had only been on this one street of Muinan this is it's really small and there, there isn't much to it. There's, there's no Starbucks. There's no McDonald's. It's, it's not as developed as you would see here in Ho Chi Minh City. Um, and so we're following this little dot on a phone, and we're discovering so much of Moine. And we're seeing there was a KFC, and there was like there was a shopping center, and there were markets, and it was so lively. And meanwhile, my mom's panicking, and and we're you know driving, and we're we drove in the car for about an hour. But I told my dad in the car riding, it's like, you know, even if we don't find the phone, this whole experience so far has been so much fun because we discovered so much of Moine. And that that was really, it was nice to see all of that. And so, and also from standing on the beach where we were staying in Moine, you can see the end of Moine. It's, it's an island and it goes into a tip, right? You can see like, like just the end of it. And so we're going and we're going and we're going in that direction, right? Um, 
finally we had to stop because the roads were getting more narrow and more narrow and we we just we, we couldn't drive with the car anymore so my mom stays in the car and my dad and I are like we're like okay let's go and it is boiling hot and we are walking we start walking and there's like it's in the desert this cacti and there are rats and there's like clothing on the floor and there's like trash and this, it's like a wasteland basically in this little area and then we keep walking and we get to this like village and it's so every like turn you take is in between houses it's really cozy it's small and it's really it's like it looked like a tightly knit community and it was all really close quarters and we're going through and we're seeing people they're having drinks on the side of the the little like alleyways in between their homes and they're having drinks and listening to music and it was amazing it was so lively and we're walking and walking and then we went through another area where it was just cacti and, and like a broken fence it's just desert and then now we're standing in this little plateau and there's like three really big houses and in the distance we can hear uh like music playing there's a karaoke machine and uh now on the f- on on my dad's phone who was which was dying we're looking around because the dot kept moving about it's in the area we're right there and so my dad makes a wild guess and he's like it's in that house so he follows the phone and we walk in cuz the door's open and we look around and there's well there's no one right so we go back out and now we're just waiting looking around and then finally we thought okay we'll put a little message on the phone saying we'll give you 1 million vietnam dong and i translate it in vietnamese we'll give you 1 million vietnam dong if you return the phone to us and 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 that's quite a bit of money that's about 50 dollars right and so we put that on vietnamese so basically what that did is so now there was just a message showed on the phone and it would like ping or something so we wait and we wait and then this woman comes to talk to us and we have to use google translate and she's like we don't know and then finally a woman walks out of her house holding the phone and she was one of the ladies that was walking on the beach she had taken my mom's phone and it was so crazy to think that we were literally in her house and she had our phone and then finally we go up to her and then my dad's like okay whatever let's just get this over with so he gives her the money he's holding out the money he didn't give it to her and then he's like all right give me the phone and she didn't give it, and she asked for another 500000 another 25 bucks. He's like, no way. And then he snatched the phone right out of hands, and then we got out of there. And then as we're walking out, we we uh, bumped into some people who gave us some cold water in water bottles. It was really cool. And then finally we met back up with my mom, and she had called us to check on us because our numbers were in, in her Apple Watch, and she gave that to the driver so she could call us on his phone. And then we told him, and then we told her, yeah, we're coming back. And then she she was super worried about us. But we got the phone back. And we went all the way to the tip of Muine. And we saw so much. And it was such an adventure. And it was a really cool story. Um, yeah. And something, another story I want to talk about is when I was within, when I was in Muine with uh, Ethan and Isabel, my cousins who were episode nine eight i think they're episode eight um we we were in Mune and we we're going to go do the sand dunes and the sand dunes are well they're dunes of sand they're huge 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 and oh <laughs> um so we had gotten up at 4 a.m to go catch a sunrise i say that as i'm watching the sunset um 
to go catch the sunrise. So it's 4 a.m. It's cold. We have these like camouflage masks on. Why do we have those on? Oh, because of the sand, I think. Because when it gets windy, sand blows in your face. Um, and we're so tired. But we hop in a Jeep. Like a Jeep Jeep. And we start driving. And it's like it's like a 45-minute to an hour-long ride. There was no traffic, so it didn't take that long. And we're riding in the dark. And it was so cool. <laughs> and I'm sitting next to Ethan and Isabel. And we had like one towel because we were so cold. And we're trying to share it, the three of us. And we're not little anymore, so we can't all fit under a towel. So it was, so I I sacrificed my pain so they could use a towel, and they owe me. Um, but Isabel's f- fast asleep, and Ethan and I are up, and we're looking outside, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm barely conscious, and I thought, and it was so such a f- perfect moment to say this because it's like a jeep we're riding at night, <laughs> we're riding at night. And, like, I look at Ethan, I'm like, all right, we're dropping into the LZ. It's hot. We're going to move in, and <laughs> like a like a military operator. And it was so funny because it was perfect. We're, like, riding in a Jeep, we got masks on. And it's, like, it's really loud because of the wind. <laughs> and I was playing some <laughs> ACDC on my phone. And it was, like, a stereotypical, like, general, like, talking to his troops in a helicopter before they jump into an active war zone. It was so funny. Anyways, we keep driving and driving. And then we finally... We get there, and then the guys, it's really expensive there, but they have, like, these large four-wheelers, and they're powerful, obviously, because they need to go up these huge hills, and they need to get a lot of traction on, like, you know, floppy sand. And what's really cool about sand dunes is you can literally jump off a giant sand dune and land in the sand and just walk it off because the sand catches you as you fall. It's amazing. It's really cool. And you can walk barefoot for, like, forever. And we had discovered a place we hadn't seen before, and it was so peaceful. So we we were at the guys where they're selling the, you know, like rides, and we got into a a truck that could fit all of us. It was me, Ethan, Isabel, and my mom, and the driver, so five people total. I mean, okay, four people, four passengers, you don't need to count the driver. Um, And But we get in there, and we're ready to go, and then he takes us up and down on these students, and it's freaking crazy. And then he did one where we... We went way too fast down one, and then we immediately hit the ground, and then we like started to, um, hit. We we started going up on an in- incline, and then we all like kind of lifted out of our seats and flopped on the ground. I mean, in the car, and then that really hurt my back. I was so worried for my mom, because like, what if she got hurt? She's in the in the passenger seat. So, anyways, we'd gone away. We were up on top the biggest sand dune and there are tons of people and I have video of like people coming in really fast on four wheelers like up this thing and the sun rises right there and there's a dude with a fire like a campfire on top of the sand dune and he's just chilling getting warm and then we sat next to him for a little bit and our truck we're so high up in the air and there's tons of people and there was a drone and we're just watching the sunrise all of us together and it was so cool then we started to do a couple more rides and then he takes us down to a lake like a peaceful, peaceful, quiet lake. And you can just hear the wind. And there were like birds that were flying together in flocks. And there were there was like a duck in the water or something. And then we got hit by a swarm of really small bugs. But we took a picture there. And it was just so cool to see like a bunch of birds and really nice lake right next to these amazing sand dunes. And then 
Later on, we went to another area of the sand dunes where these women come by and they sell these plastic tarps and they wax the bottom so you can sit on them and slide down the sand dunes. And we got a couple good ones. We went to a couple high ones, a couple tall ones. And uh, we slid down. And But af- we were so tired because we had woken up at 4 that I, I, I would like slide down to the bottom and just sit there looking at the ground and I think I saw like chicken footprints in the chicken prints in the sand because I guess there was a chicken there and I was just sitting there I'm just out of it so tired I couldn't even walk I was like like it's kind of it was a real effort to walk and I think I crashed when I when we got back to the hotel but Ethan <laughs> we had our goggles on and masks so we looked like like we were scavengers in a post-apocalyptic world and um it was a lot of fun and Ethan was going nuts he was trying to get the fastest ones and Isabel died as well and then Ethan slammed into her and then finally we got home and just spent the rest of the day by the pool and yeah it was a lot of fun so anyways just wanted to share those stories because they're pretty they're good memories and I want to put out some content for this podcast because quarantine sucks and no, I mean, I can't interview anyone unless it's uh, like a family member online. I, I, I'm not a big fan of online because there's connection issues and I don't have the best internet in the world. I messaged Ricky Berwick because I'm a big fan. He has a lot of really, he really puts himself out there. I messaged him on Twitter, asked him to check out some of my stuff, see if he liked any of it. I just want to get in contact with him, you know. I, uh... I, I admire the fact that he he's super outgoing and he doesn't give a crap about what anybody has to say. He will put himself out there. So there's not much else happening. Got my bike tuned up a little bit, so now the brakes work well. And my friend Isabella is still in quarantine. She is stuck at home. When they order food, they have to give it to a security guard. And the security guard brings it to them. Then they give the money to the security guard. And then they bring it to the driver. So he's like the middleman, but I feel like if the driver did have the virus, he could just give it to the guard and the guard would give it to them. If it transfers that fast, I don't really know, but I don't know. That's their policy. So they've been at home. They can only order food. The most Isabella can do is walk in her hallway. They're like under lockdown. But I mean, it's amazing how fast Vietnam acted and how a lot of people are safe. Everyone's wearing a mask. I almost couldn't get into my building today because I didn't have one on me when I went biking because they're hard to breathe out of. They're hard to breathe out of. Um, So we're just going day by day. The seniors' IB exams are canceled now. And um, it's spring break starting tomorrow. Actually, it started at 3 p.m. today when school ended. So I'm on spring break for 10 days. Ooh, vacation. But obviously not going anywhere. But what's cool is um, quarantine has allowed me to uh, stay in touch with Ethan because I mean we always were in touch but a lot more now because he's out of school I'm out of school so I get up early in the morning or I stay up a little bit later at night and he gets up early in the morning because it's like a 11 12 hour time difference we've been playing a lot of games together it's been so much fun we go on adventures and like Minecraft we, <laughs> we play crunker <laughs> we crunk around so anyways just talking there's gonna be a few more of these I like making these I like putting out a lot of them, and they're short, so people won't get tired of them too easy. When there's a guest, it's a bit longer because it's a conversation. They have a lot of things to say. I have things to say. I have questions to ask. I have questions to answer. 
and and I want to really prioritize on the time I have with them. But these things, just me alone, these are fun. So expect more if you are a listener. And thank you for listening or watching on YouTube. It's available wherever you get podcasts and, and YouTube as well for the visual part. Um, if you want to start your own podcast, you can check out a video I made on that. And I'll put the link of that in the description of this video on YouTube. And consider subscribing. You know, I saw there's a lot of there's a lot of um, YouTubers out there who are doing this thing where like at the start of a video they give a little like intro before it and then they say, you know, about ninety percent of my viewers are not subscribed. So if you like the video, please consider subscribing. It's free, and everybody's doing it. I don't understand. Like, there's no variation to it. It's all the same. Anyways, <laughs> consider subscribing. It's free. So thank you for watching. Um, tune in for next episode. This was episode 12.